Welcome back to episode number 20 of the Non-Stop Baseball Podcast. If you're thinking this sounds different, it's because it does. We are down big boy Noah this week. And do you know what? We will prosper and survive. I don't don't know where I'm going with this. but turns out I'm the only one who can be here every week, it seems like. (laughs) You know, schedules happen. It's a great thing about having three people. We always guarantee there's enough people to talk baseball. Hey, look, if you need me to solo do one, I'll do it. I, I hope we never get there because that one might be a little wild. <laughs> yeah, it could <laughs> be a bit of a problem. <laughs> could, it could be just a bit, just a tiny bit. But it would uh, be fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, for me, good listen. <laughs> but this was <laughs> probably one of the craziest weeks of baseball we've had in a long, long time. Yeah, definitely. Not, not even just because of the trade deadline. It was kind of crazy just even outside of that and before i get too far ahead of myself i probably should shout out make sure you follow our twitter and instagram at nonstop bb pod i forget to do that if i forgot to say something else uh-oh i don't yeah, do this whatever. this isn't my job ah uh, okay um <laughs> but yeah dude i feel like especially i mean you guys have heard how many times i've said i love the trade deadline and oh my this trade deadline yeah that's oh, a big boy it was a juicy one for sure yeah. oh man Oh, but before we get into the trade deadline, there's kind of some things we need to hit. And I'm actually going to start it off with, I missed last week's podcast. And that, I mean, I'm not going to say there was some Lamont Wade slander, but there was some lack of knowledge of how good Lamont Wade Jr. has been for the Giants. And this is a dude who they literally traded Sean Anderson, who's been DFA'd twice since then to get, which is hilarious. It's literally like turning into another Yastrzemski-like trade. But if you uh, look up Lamont Wade Jr.'s splits, maybe some of the funniest splits because he got his first career hit off a left-handed pitcher this year or this week. And before then, he was like 0 for 80 against lefties. In his this is bad. It was not good. <laughs> it was not good. But if you look at what he was doing against righties, oh my. Wait, I'm The opposite of not good. Very much so. Um, (laughs) This dude was a problem, or I shouldn't even say was, is a problem against righties. And the Giants are going to have a problem coming soon where they just have too many good hitters, which I guess is a problem you'd love to have. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem the Jays have. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great... They're great problem like, to have. Imagine, um, yeah, like the Jays have the lovely problem of like, imagine you have a game where you're not starting Vladdy, but George Springer is your next DH in line. Yeah. Hey, I mean, <laughs> it definitely works out for them. I apparently can't find splits versus lefty and righty, so I'm not going to be able to say them. But hey, Lamont Wade Jr., he's that dude for the Giants, and I love watching him play. All right. And then, uh, we had, of course, Ile Jimenez. Eloy! Come back from the dead. We love yes. to see that. He is risen. <laughs> Man, one of the funniest stories of the season. And I just, uh, I love that he's back. He's back and he, he's hitting. He hit a home run. Hey, Welcome that's what back. boy does. He hits some bombs. Uh, good to see it. Good to see it. And then, Dude, the other guys, what else happened this week? Joey Votto on like oh, the most ridiculous yeah. just home run banging streaks dude did you hear his quote 
it was like one of the funniest quotes about it too. <laughs> they, they asked Which him one, what the one the about debate, Statcast or well, that one was cool, but they asked him what was like the difference in him hitting these home runs, and he literally just responded, "I'm trying to hit them." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, like what's what does power come from? He's like oh, I just, I'm just I, trying. I don't usually try to hit home runs. Yeah, so I'm J- Joey Votto has just decided to uh, to try a little harder than everyone else, uh, and it's he, working. Yeah. <laughs> he went showed up to the ballpark, and he's like, you know what? You I want to be the home run leader. I am gonna hit seven. I am gonna hit home runs in seven straight games. Yeah, and should have been eight. Yeah, should have been eight. He missed. He missed his eighth by like inches, like maybe a foot total distance. I don't even think it was that much. It was close. It was very close. And it was a hundred and ten mile per hour rocket. Crushed oh, it was a missile. Ball. Yeah. Oh. But nine it. of his last ten hits were home runs. <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous just that's, just, that's just insane that um, is wild yeah what a man it's good to see joey Votto just banging hitting homers just a banger we love seeing that yeah maybe less of banger news a uh, couple kind of injury developments Ooh. um glass now is done done uh, the bone stimulator did not stimulate hard enough. He's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna go under the big Tommy John surgery, and uh, he's gonna be he's done for the year. He'll probably he'll be done for next year, probably too. I feel like we kind of saw this coming. Like I, I hate to say that, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it is one of those things where it's like if it's a pitcher and it's an elbow injury in your throwing arm, it's probably gonna end up like ending in a Tommy John surgery. <laughs> yeah, which is which just sucks. But it was one of those things I think that like I think there was still some there was some hope because it seemed like he was on a good recovery path. I mean, he was stimulating his bones, like yeah. Is that like that sounded foolproof to me? I mean Yeah, well, I mean, not even just that, right? Like 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 memes aside, like he was definitely seeming like like he wanted to be back and then he was comfortable that he was going to be back well yeah. before the end of the season. And um, now he's like, not building off of this like we also have one of the stars in the game arguably the face of baseball fernando tatis jr yeah. who has now dislocated his shoulder for the fifth time i read which is pretty insane That's a lot of times um i mean i know he keeps trying to play through it and the padres are definitely well within the playoff race and they're a good team they definitely have a chance to make a world series push yeah. but tatis is a huge part of that and I, I don't know like it they have a tough decision to make like because this could be something where, like, yeah, Tatis, you lose your chance. And they're not losing their chance this year. Let's like, they'll no. still be a really good team without him. Oh, absolutely. But they'll be a better yeah. team defensively without him. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm not fully sold that he's that bad defensively. No, I, he's not. But he has, yeah. he's made like 20 errors, though. He's made a lot of errors, but uh, I still think he has potential. No, I know. He's, he's still wicked talented. No, yeah. It's, so it's it. It will be interesting how they handle it. I mean, you definitely want Tatis. They signed him to that massive contract. You're more worried about him in the future than you are this season. Yeah. I, it's a tough decision they're going to have to make. He's definitely going to have to – I think they're going to end up having him rest for a little bit and then try playing again and see what happens. Yeah. I mean, you got a couple months of the season to go. I think, you know, you, you want him in the playoffs. You'd be yeah. you'd be stupid to not have him in the playoffs. No, for sure, for sure. So it'll be interesting how that all gets handled, but we, we will see. We will watch it closely, and we're all rooting for Fernando Tatis, even though he's a division rival. 
the sports yeah. are like any sports always better when the stars are healthy and playing well. Yeah, absolutely. Baseball is worse off when Tatis is not playing. Yep. For um, sure. For sure. Another sort of injury, uh, Terry Francona manager for uh, Cleveland uh, Indians. He's stepping down for a while for health, uh, health issues that he's had for a few years, but you know, hope to see him back and healthy next year for sure. Cause you never like seeing managers or really anybody, you know, go out for, health stuff i mean it's yeah, just lame francona is a hall of famer like yeah he yeah a especially manager. a guy like terry francona yep he's a great manager been around a long time uh it'll be interesting if he comes back i don't yeah i, I can't imagine I, he's back this season well, but hopefully yeah, next no. year i hope to see him next year if not if he does retire he is as you said he's a hall of fame manager yeah for sure for sure okay so i think it's time to hop onto the trades oh yeah Oh yeah. We got okay. a lot of trades. There's a lot of trades. So a lot, a lot of stuff going on. What we're going to do is we're kind of going to, there's a ton of trades, like one of the most insane trade deadlines ever. So we're going to kind of go through fast. Some of them, the bigger trades will obviously spend more time on. And maybe for every trade, we should give like a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Like if we like it or don't like it. Yeah, that's fair. And we could even say it for the respective teams. Cause yeah, obviously yeah. Who, sometimes who, who won the yeah. trade basically. Yeah, exactly. Right. I guess I said that a little yeah. more complicated than it needed to be. But we are going to start on July 27th when the Astros acquired Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero from the Mariners for third baseman Abraham Toro and right-hand pitcher Joe Smith. This was this trade caused a lot of waves when it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that one. Because, like, dude, the Mariners were getting hot. We even talked about them a couple times, how, like, man, this is a team to watch out for. Yeah. Like, they're getting hot and they're trying to make the playoffs and graveman was one of the leaders like they yeah, said he, he was really the leader was of the pitching staff yeah and by the and way that's, yeah the astros who the giants are playing this weekend have graveman now and i watched him pitch last night oh my he's nasty yeah he's, he's a filthy pitcher he's really Dude, he, good he throws this like inside two seam to lefties and it's literally not a strike until it gets to the plate yeah it's nasty and it's dirty like the giants hitters could not they did not know what to do with it, it yeah because out of the hand it almost pitch. yeah it, it almost looks like a like what to a righty would look like a slider right yeah no, exactly. it looks like it's coming at you and then it's a strike and it's coming at 96 miles per hour it's just yeah. like oh it's a it's nasty. a really really wicked pitch <laughs> yeah but so i mean yeah that was, astros that's just you know, not a, i feel bad i feel bad for the mariners on that so i when it happened i feel bad but you know there's other trades the Mariners made that we'll get to. I think all in all, this trade is good. I mean, they get someone in Toro who hit a home run for them in two straight games. Yeah. Like that was great. Like Toro looks like a piece of that team. I should say, I should say, I feel bad for the Mariners, not because of like, oh, I don't think they got enough. I, I mean, mm -hmm. more of like a, that's one where that's a guy who was so clearly liked by the, by everybody on that team. That just, it feels bad. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, dude, why would you trade him? You know, like, I think the, that that's the, what I've felt from the Mariners. Yeah. Well, one of the players even made the comment, our GM sits up there playing fantasy baseball and he doesn't know what's going on in the clubhouse. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's never something you want to hear out of your clubhouse. As right. A yeah. Manager, that's, so. that's not great. And also like, you know, and, and I, I know me and Noah have joked about it a lot, 
but you know, the, he's a good locker room guy kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. But like that, there is some, some very serious like implications for, for that when you mess up the way that a locker room feels. Yeah. No, it definitely did. Uh, I, I think this will be an interesting trade to monitor. I think all in all, I think this trade was pretty even like the Astros yeah, get someone who helps them with the run. And the Mariners get someone who's kind of helping them build towards this future they have with all their young players. Coming yeah, up. absolutely. I, I think that, yeah, uh, as far as like yeah, what the team's got, it was, it was pretty even. Yeah. I mean, it just emotionally hurt the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to take the next trade? Yeah, sure. Uh, the Reds get right-hander uh, Luis Quesa. At least I think it's Quesa. Uh, and it's the left-handed pitcher, play. Justin Wilson, for the Yankees. And uh, I think the player I, was a like an optioned player or something. I don't remember what yeah. the Yankees I ended mean, up getting. For the Reds, this or for the Yankees, they're just trying to get rid of salary. That, yeah, that's the Yankees are offloading, offloading unnecessary salary. Pretty much the Reds took on Sessa, who's a young pitcher who's been pretty good. And they're paying Wilson's salary to take him on. Yep. I mean... For the Reds, it makes sense. You just bet on you get some bullpen help that they badly needed. Yeah, pretty much. And the Yankees get a shed money. Nothing much to that deal. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's a pretty low stakes trade. Yep. Okay, so the next trade is the Mariners acquired Tyler Anderson from the Pirates for Carter Benz and Joaquin Tejada. Uh, I don't know who any of the players the Pirates acquired are. They both seem to be prospects of some sort. Tyler Anderson's a major league pitcher. He's been around for a while. Yeah. And I mean, it, the Mariners have a lot of left-handed starting pitchers. So it's kind of funny. They went and got another lefty, but you have yeah. to get what's available. I mean, Tyler Anderson was on the giants not too long ago. He looked really yeah. good then. He's a solid big league arm. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward yeah. deal. <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward trade. Yeah. It's, it's nothing too spicy. And one thing to note, I believe Anderson was reportedly going to the Phillies and that one fell through. I feel like the Phillies could have really used Tyler Anderson. Dude, the Phillies need any help in their bullpen. Well, Tyler Anderson's actually been a starter this year, but yes, the Phillies do need. They need help any help in bullpen. pitching, just kind of. In <laughs> that general. is fair. That is fair. So I would say the big loser of this trade was the Phillies. The Phillies, yes. <laughs> um, anyway, the Reds made another deal. They uh, they got uh, right-hander Michael Givens for the from the uh, Rockies, and the Rockies get a uh, couple right-handers uh, in Case Williams and Noah Davis. Um, yeah, that's kind of a, eh. kind of like the last Reds deal. Like they needed pitching. They went they and got need, another pitcher. They got another pitcher and they got, yeah. And they I'm got rid of a couple sort of prospect pitchers. Yeah. I mean, they so. were 19 and 24 years old. Like for the Rockies, it makes sense. Your team's doo-doo. Uh, yeah, yeah you might so. as well pick some prospects. Pretty much. And then the next trade is the Astros got Yimmy Garcia from the Marlins for, Austin Pruitt and Brian De La Cruz. I mean, there's going to be a lot of these trades that are just like prospect trades for some veteran to help out. Yeah. Astros just badly needed bullpen help. So they went and got Yumi Garcia hoping he could help out, but Yumi Garcia gave up a bomb to the giants last night. So ha ha. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and then here comes the first somewhat spicy one. Oh, the A's get Starling Marte. From the Marlins, Ooh. and the Marlins pick up Jesus Lazardo, dude. One for one. one. I think this might have been one of the most like my jaw probably dropped on this one more so than most other trades. I think it's the most under the radar of the like big trades. 
Yeah. It definitely got overshadowed by some other ones later on, but like this was definitely one of those ones where like I, you get hit, like it hits your ear. You go, wow. Marte for Lazardo and go, wow, that's a, that's a, it's a kind of big trade. My gut reaction was like, because the A's badly needed Marte. There's a reason they went and got him. Oh yeah. But like when I first heard this, I was like, oh my, they overpaid like a lot. Uh, maybe yeah and then the more i uh, yeah, thought about it i was like it. <laughs> oh did they yeah like, it's it's sort of interesting right like hey like the marlins are banking that jesus lazardo becomes what he is supposed to have been yeah no for right? sure they're they are banking on the upside which and sort of feels very on brand for the marlins i feel like so the big concern with lazardo i feel like is he's never been a high pitch like he can't throw a lot of pitches it seems like right just like a low inning guy which worst case scenario i feel like he could go to the bullpen and be dominant yeah maybe so for the marlins like starling Marte was leaving after the year like yeah. you got a guy who on at his ceiling could be a dominant top three pit or top like a one two or three guy i mean not actually top three yes but yeah uh, you're uh, he's a top of your rotation guy yeah and worst case scenario he's a solid bullpen guy yeah, absolutely. And you have control of him for a while. So yeah, that's the big thing is mm-hmm. that the, is that you get Lazardo for a, a good chunk of time. I think it's like three or four years. It's a yeah. while. Yeah, they, they get the rest of his of his uh, contract. So so if you had to pick a winner in this trade, who are you going with? I th- it's interesting, right? Because I think the immediate winner is the A's, but I think that the down the road winner is is the Marlins, right? Okay. Like, I, feel I think like the- my yeah. Like, I think that the A's make this trade because they think that they need, they want the immediate power to compete with Houston for the top of the AL West, right? The, the Marlins, they're not competing for anything right now. Yeah. I feel they're, like the A's competition is more in the wild card. I feel like sure. the Astros will end up running away with it, but sure, sure, sure. they needed a Starling Marte type move to get and something else that's really cool to note about this the a's had a good center fielder in roman loriano yeah loriano who came out and said hey coach put me in right field like he yeah. took the hard decision away from his coach and i mean for good reason Marte's an amazing center fielder yeah and dude loriano's arm in a corner outfield could be phenomenal amazing yeah so good so if i had what? to give a winner i would say the winner is that it's hard to determine i my gut reaction was the winner marlins won this trade okay yeah and that's uh, i think that's fair i think the a's won't regret it along the same line right well as long as they make the playoffs if they miss the playoffs they're gonna then it feels it. bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> well if, if they miss the playoffs and then all and then you know Marte leaves <laughs> yeah for sure right? then they're like oh man what was the <laughs> this, point that, that went really bad <laughs> right and then, so. and then jesus lazardo has a renaissance here yeah, who knows but uh <laughs> yeah so for the next trade, we have the Milwaukee Brewers acquiring Eduardo Escobar from the D-backs for infielder, outfielder, Cooper Hummel, and infielder, Alberto Ciprian. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a couple of prospect guys. But two prospect guys. Hummel's actually 26 years old. It says yeah, here, yeah, he's less of a prospect, more of just a minor leaguer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ouch. But Eduardo Escobar, if you listen to the podcast, you'll notice we shouted out the Brewers would be a really good landing spot for him. Yeah. That's where he ended up. It's a good place for him. And uh, for the D-backs, yeah, why bother uh, keeping anybody? You you suck. You're bad. You might as well get younger guys. (laughs) But I think Escobar fits right in with the Brewers, gives them some lefty pop in that lineup, plays all over the infield. 
The rumor is they want him to play first base, which he hasn't played much in his career. So that will be interesting. I feel like that kind of became a narrative in this trade deadline where there's a lot of people acquiring players to play positions they not necessarily have played much before. Yeah, there's definitely some weird shuffling going on with some of these trades. Yeah, for but, sure. So I think the Brewers, this is great for the Brewers. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's absolutely great for the Brewers. As we go through these, I'm kind of realizing that it's hard to pick a winner in some of these trades. Yeah, some like, of them are definitely tough to pick like, winners. It's way down the line. and Right, just, you're dealing yeah. with guys who are 18 years old, right? Yeah, exactly. Guys who <laughs> may not see the majors for another two or three years. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Um uh, I'm going to just sprint through the next couple. Uh, yeah, well, White Sox get... One, there's something I wanted to mention about this next one. Okay. White Sox get uh, Cesar Hernandez from the Indians uh, for uh, Connor uh, Bilkington, left-hander. Um, yeah, what did, what did you have to say about that one? So this trade really comes into play with something else that happened later on for the White Sox because the White Sox moved their second baseman. So right. Hernandez ends up being a huge deal for this White Sox team. Right. That's true. I, yeah, and, I, I would have. He has 18 home runs on this year. That's just adding more pop to that nasty lineup in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Um, boring trade. The Rockies get a right-hander Ashton Godot for the Reds for cash considerations. Boring trade. No one cares. Um, <laughs> Blue Jays get a left-hander Brad Hand from the Nationals for a prospect catcher Riley Williams. Uh, I, lo- I love this trade, personally. Yeah, I mean, Jay-Z this is great for the Jays. Yeah. Um, the Jays are already pretty deep at catcher. Uh, that they really don't need another one. Uh, And the Jays have problems in the bullpen. So getting literally anyone who can throw a strike is pretty nice. And now we got a banger trade. You want to say it? Now we get the... uh, You want me to say it? Does it hurt you too much to say? I mean... The New York Yankees acquire Joey Gallo and left-handed pitcher Joely Rodriguez and Cash. Who cares? From the Rangers for... Bunch of freaking prospects. A bunch of prospects Who that I'm not going to read all their names. Who gives a damn. Yankees get a year and a half of Joey Gallo. Gallo's going to be fun to watch in New York, right? Sure. There's a lot of silence and not happiness. <laughs> I will say, I will say one thing. Joey Gallo is the best Yankee to ever wear 13. Oh, I, oh, that's a spicy take. No, I just, I just hate a rods. I just hate a rod. No, and enough, I love Gallo, enough. and I'm. Yeah. The Yankees <laughs> bad as they say. Dude, the Yankees hurt me this week. All right. I, I love the Yankees moves. The Yankees violated me in so <laughs> many ways. The you Yankees know, took well, and well, they made another trade later. Um yeah. the Yankees essentially took two of my absolute favorite players that are not like on my favorite teams. Uh, and then just and then just made them part of the evil empire that is that garbage ass New York team. Um, yeah, it sucks. It's stupid. I you hate know, it. I grew up hating the Yankees, and within the last five years, the Yankees have just slowly been getting a lot of likable players. Yeah, that's true. Like but Judge is a likable player. He is Stanton. I loved Stanton in Miami. Like I'm I did not too. Hate on Stanton, but this is what I hate. Right? I hate that you've taken Gallo, who has been very vocal about how much he wanted to stay in Texas. You took Stanton, who was really the only beacon of light that the Marlins had for a while, and you've you've then put them into those stupid ass pinstripes and made them shave. <laughs> Yeah, the, it's awful. The shape, it just the feels sh- bad. 
I think everyone can pretty much agree the shaving rule is dumb. The yeah, that's fact dumb. their players have to shave. That's just dumb. That's it's outdated. Stupid. That yeah, probably should change. It's stupid. But on the other side of things, God, I, hate I mean, Yankees. Joey Gallo could want to stay in Texas all he want. The Rangers would have been dumb to hold on to him. Uh, yeah, have. right. But I, I still, I still hate that. Right. <laughs> I still hate that. Even if it's a dumb decision, I think that if you've got a guy who is that ride or die for your team, just keep him. Yeah. I and mean, if and at worst, don't give him to the Yankees. I like of all the teams, understand. of all the understand. teams, <laughs> give him to somebody, literally but... anyone else. <laughs> I will say this was a quality trade for both sides. I think the oh, it's Rangers a, it's probably a, it's an could have gotten an amazingly good trade for the Yankees. I think the Rangers could have potentially got a little more. Maybe. It, you have to think this is the first deal to go through. And when you're the first deal, you're kind of setting the market in a sense. So yeah. I think they did good for themselves. I mean, the Yankees got what they want and having the Rangers pay for it. Yeah. Joey no, absolutely. It's it, if you're, if you're a Yankees fan, you know, it's a great deal for you. It's it's a great deal for the Yankees. Actually, yeah, it's sure. not it's in it's it's not even the best one that they picked up. And then but, the next trade we have the White Sox acquiring Ryan Tapera from the Cubs for some lefty. Bailey Hart, uh, yeah, boring trade. Solid trade. White Sox need a pitcher. Great. Yeah. Next yeah, trade, yeah. Mariners acquired Diego Castillo from the Rays for two prospects. I think this one's really interesting because yes, he lost Kendall Graveman, but they got Diego Castillo, which I would almost argue is better. Yeah, maybe. And you have multiple years of control with Castillo. Yes, that's so, the biggest yeah. thing there. Was there shock value right away? Yes. All yeah. in all, I think the Mariners did good for themselves. Yeah. Look, he might be playing franchise mode, but he's doing okay at it. <laughs> it just feels bad for the you know for the guys in the locker room. And then I'll do the next one so you can get the one after that. The next trade, Dodgers acquired Danny Duffy and cash considerations from the Royals for a player to be named later. Danny Duffy's hurt right now. He was having a great season when he wasn't hurt. This is the Dodgers just betting on him coming back healthy. I wish the Giants did it. And this is another one similar to the Gallo thing that I hate for the reason of Danny Duffy was a ride or die Royal. He wanted to be on the, he literally tweeted, bury me a Royal. Like this is a guy who wanted to stay up for the Royals. And then they throw him on the Yankees or not the Yankees. Sorry. They give him to the Dodgers, which is almost as bad. Just Um, as bad. Actually worse in my mind, but yes. Yeah, well, in your mind, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but then he goes to the Dodgers. Like, that's so – like, I just – those feel really bad to me. I hate yeah. those traits. No, I, I hate those saying. ones where it's like you've taken a guy who is just so ride or die for your team, and you've just been like, yeah, but we want a player to be named later. <laughs> we want nobody for it. Well, he was hurt <laughs> last year of his career. I know. Yeah, I know. Obviously, old. there's there's – And, I mean, there – but I heard there's like the return for Danny Duffy is going to be good. Yeah. It it's just supposed kind to be of great. depends. It just depends like when he comes back. Right. So it's like a thing. If he pitches a certain amount of games or something, they get yeah, a better yeah. player or something. Yeah. Still feels bad. If, if I'm Danny Duffy, I'm pretty annoyed at that. I mean, actually, I'm I totally understand. Annoyed. Like there was almost so many players this deadline that got traded that probably would have <sighs> loved to stay on their team. Yeah, it, it's a business at the end of the day. You have to make smart decisions. And oh, totally. Keeping 32 year old players that have value isn't a smart business decision when your team. Yeah, sucks. it's tough. <laughs> uh, speaking of guys who would have been much better on their original team, <laughs> uh, Yankees get Anthony Rizzo from the Cubs for Alexander uh, Vizcano and Kevin Alcantara. Uh, a couple of who cares? 
Um, ninth and it's, 12th I know prospects. it's like they're, it's two, it's two pretty good prospects from it's the a good Yankee return system. for Rizzo. Um, it is good return for Rizzo, but Rizzo should have never left Wrigley. Why? Mm. I hate it. So, so much. Rizzo's gotten off to a great start. Oh, he's been York. electric already. And I don't know if you've seen this, but he's been wearing his Chicago Cubs cleats and batting gloves every yeah. time. And he I was like, that's so have Yankees ones yet. <laughs> yeah, but it's still super. I'm sure the Yankees offered him cleats. There's no way they didn't have. Yeah, probably. There. But so, I hope he just keeps it. But yeah. I hope so, too. That's super dope. And actually, before we continue talking about this, I want to say the next one, because I think there's something interesting to note. OK, so the next sure. trade is Red Sox acquire Kyle Schorber from the Nationals for right handed pitcher Aldo Ramirez. Schorber had like one of the hottest stretches of the entire season. Yeah. One of the most fun guys to watch where he hit. Yeah. It says 16 home runs in 18 games. That was insane. insane. Yeah. And the reason I wanted to mention this with connection to the other one is I feel like the Yankees and Red Sox just blocked each other from getting the guy, the opposite team wanted. Maybe like, if you look at it, the Yankees now have Luke Voigt as an odd man out and just can't really play. Cause you're going to play Rizzo at first base over Voigt. Yes. Absolutely. And your DH is going to be standing over Voight. So now they just yes. kind of have Voight sitting there. He's just chilling. So He's hanging out. He would have been better off with Schwarber as the left fielder. And then the Red Sox need a first baseman. Kyle Schwarber doesn't, hasn't played first base. They're going to try yeah. him there apparently, but he hasn't played first base. See so, what happens, I guess. Yeah, it's just weird. Like they could potentially put Schwarber in left and like move their outfield around, put Kike at second. But your outfield defense gets a little bit worse like that. And they may not yeah. want to do that. It's it's an interesting one, for sure. But yeah. it'll be fun to see Schwarber in, in Boston. For sure. Uh, I think both those guys, Rizzo and Schwarber, will be a lot of fun to watch on their new teams. It just yeah. I thought it I mean, was Rizzo's really already been a lot of fun. Well, yeah. I just thought it was really funny how the two teams essentially just blocked each other. Yeah. They, they got what the other guys wanted. Mm-hmm. And then – the next deal was the Padres acquiring Daniel Hudson from the Nationals for two prospects. Daniel Hudson, good reliever. They got a number nine prospect from the Padres. Makes sense yeah. for the Nationals. They suck. They were one of the big teams selling off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this and next trade, I don't think we need to mention. It's, there's just a bunch of boring, yeah, uh, yeah pitcher, for pro, pitcher for cash. <laughs> Brewers get Daniel Norris from the Tigers. That's good. The Brewers needed yeah, more relief good. pitching. Uh, the Pirates acquired Michael Chavis from the Red Sox. Man, he was yeah. a big prospect. They loved him when he was he a was rookie. Big, and then he kind of just dropped off. Yeah, never was able to stick. Uh, Rays get so Jordan Luplau and mm-hmm. DJ Johnson for Peyton Battenfield. Kind of man. The Astros acquired Phil Maton and Yaner Diaz from the Indians from Miles Straw. I thought it was very interesting because the Astros essentially just traded their center fielder away with no yeah. idea of what to do out there. Yeah, and for for not much. Yeah, I, it was weird because like watching the Giants Astros game on Friday, their center fielder was uh, who was playing center fielder Kyle Tucker, and he literally like dropped a fly ball. There was confusion with him and Brantley, and it just kind of dropped. And it's like wow, like man, only if you had an actual center fielder. Yeah, yeah. Wow, turns out trading it maybe not great. <laughs> oh, here's a great trade: Giants acquired left-hand pitcher Tony Watson who they used to have for three yeah. pitchers. This was a really weird trade. Tony Watson not having a great year and giants gave up three relievers, two of which are young and have a lot of potential. Yep. Uh, when looking into it and reading more about it, I guess it came down to a roster crunch thing where the giants were going to have, we're going to lose them. Yeah. They just kind of needed like, to get rid of them. 
they they were gonna have to put them on the 40 man in the offseason to not lose them and that just wasn't gonna happen so i guess give them to the angels because you don't have to worry about them <laughs> hurting you there yeah <laughs> so then, that's me to say but very true yeah. phillies get freddie galvis and cash from the orioles for tyler birch something really cool to note about this freddie galvis had like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bonus in his contract if he got traded so make your money man <laughs> hey yeah get it i don't get know who has to pay him but someone's paying him too someone has to give it to him hey works yeah. out. padres pick up jake marisnik from the cubs for anderson espinoza this was another weird one i don't know the padres made up. some weird moves like it's like the Padres were in all these big names, and I know they got Adam Frazier and they got Daniel Hudson, but that's all they ended up with. Marisnik, I don't understand why. Like, maybe because they wanted a defensive outfielder, but like, yeah. I think Grisham's fine out there. I don't know. Yeah. That was weird. That's a weird one. Speaking of weird, oh. Braves <laughs> picking up Eddie Rosario and Cash for Pablo Sandoval, and then Pablo just immediately got dropped. <laughs> yeah, this I, I feel bad for Pablo Sandoval. I mean, the Braves, dude, I've just decided YOLO, we're going for it. Yeah, I guess. Like, Eddie Rosario, I mean, I think he's hurt right now. Yeah, he's been out since July. I mean, he gives them a good bat to put out there. The Braves, I mean, they lost Acuna to a torn ACL, but they're like, dude, we're not sitting now. We're going. We're not stopping. And I got, you got to respect that, bro. That's what That's, you want. It's a gutsy move. And so far, it's just been okay. Yeah, and I mean, we'll but get back trying. to the Braves because they make a couple more moves. Yes. But <laughs> you got to feel bad for Pablo Sandoval, man. And that yeah. Braves team because he was like the guy in the dugout who's given Panda Good every Good locker home run. room guy. <laughs> you got to love it. <laughs> I'll let you uh, take this next one. Yeah, Blue Jays, uh, another bullpen arm. They pick up uh, Joaquin Soria from the D-backs. And then I think there's just they're going to name a couple players that the uh, D-backs will get later. They'll probably just pull some prospects from deep down the bucket. Joaquin um, Soria has been around for a long he's time. He's been around for quite some time. And it's he's a, still solid. I mean, he's still good. Yeah, he's he still. He knows how to pitch. I, maybe not. I shouldn't say good. He's still, he still pitches. He has a high ERA, but if you look at it, he's only given up one run in his last 12 appearances. Yeah, no, he's he's had an all right season. And and he, and he look, I, I, yeah, again, the Jays need any bullpen arms that they can get their hands on at this point. So <laughs> I'm, I'm certainly not against this. Yeah, and then we see the Red Sox go acquire Hansel Robles from the Twins. I mean, Red Sox just, you always can use more bullpen arms. So if you have a chance to get one, you should always jump on it. Especially at the trade deadline. Uh, and then we see the Braves getting busy again, going and bringing back Adam Duvall. I mean, dude, the Braves redid their outfield. <laughs> Get your outfielders, yeah. They got Jock Peterson. They got Eddie Rosario. They got Adam Duvall. And we'll yep. get to who else they got. But, man, they just – they were like, we're rebuilding our outfield and we're going for it. Yeah. I respect it, man. I mean, they, they replaced Ronald Acuna with uh, three outfielders. <laughs> Let's just get more. Essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, they also went and got Richard Rodriguez from the Pirates as a right-hander for uh, Bryce Wilson and Ricky DeVito. A couple of names that no one knows. Yeah. I mean, dude, I thought Richard Rodriguez would go somewhere else. It was kind of interesting. He went to the Braves. But like I said, the Braves decided they're going for it. Yeah. Which is really bold because they have to win their division to make it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. They, they've got to get all the way. <laughs> like the NL West is they're winning the division, like all the wild card spots. Yeah. They're taking all your wild card slots. You have to be a division winner. 
if you're going to make it. I don't know how I feel about it, but I, hey, why not? You hey, do you, you know what? Props to him for trying. And I'm going to lump these next two trades together. The Cardinals yeah. acquired J.A. Happ and John Lester because apparently they love old lefties. Look, man, uh, <laughs> I like J.A. Happ and I like John Lester, but also why? Yeah, I this it made no sense. Uh, I don't know what the Cardinals are thinking, but apparently they love their old lefties, so good for them. Yeah, and speaking of teams that love one kind of player, the Braves were not done. They also got Jorge Soler. <laughs> This another is an outfielder. <laughs> there was a couple years ago where like we were all over Solaire and he was looking good. Yeah. So that's... I don't know. It'll be interesting what comes of it, but definitely weird. I uh, yeah, the Braves collecting outfielders. Yeah. And then the Yankees went and acquired left-hand pitcher Andrew Heaney, which was weird, but not weird. I mean, but I guess you have Kluber and Severino hurt, so you got to go get someone to fill innings. Yeah, but the Angels get the like greatest pitcher name of any of the trades. They got Jansen <laughs> Junk. You know, you gotta love Jansen Junk. Jansen Junk, what a great pitcher name! No, oh, yeah, it's just, I mean, he's up there throwing junk. I can't wait. I can't works. wait to see him in the majors. I really hope he's good. I yeah, you gotta hope. Yeah. Next up, the A's acquire Yan Gomes and second baseman Josh Harrison from the Nationals for. A group of prospects. I this is a solid trade for the A's. This is has an A's like this trade has A's written all over it. Oh yeah. Just two savvy veterans who are gonna help you win games. Both are 34 years old, both help in positions like they can use. Yep. So I mean I the A's are a solid team and this trade just made them better. Yeah, definitely. Not much to it. <laughs> yep. The Phillies get uh Kyle Gibson and uh, Kennedy. And hands cross and cash from the Rangers. Rangers get a slew of right handers uh, Spencer, Howard, Kevin Gowdy, and uh, Joss uh, Gessner, Gessner, however. Just a whole lot of right handed pitchers. Six right handed pitchers in that trade in total. <laughs> this trade was weird for sure. Like we thought yeah. at one time Kyle Gibson was going to get a big return. And yeah. He's had a really rough go of it as of late. Like in July, yeah. he did not have a good July. So no, he did not. ERA in July. Oh. Yeah, it was rough, but he's had otherwise a really solid season and yeah. the Phillies so desperately need any solid pitching that they can get. And so and then that's, Ian that's who they thought. Solid too. Yeah. Ian Kennedy's great. Yeah. Solid bullpenner. I thought the giants might make an attempt at Ian Kennedy, but they did not. Yeah. And I don't that's... have it in me to read this next one. So you go for it. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, this is, this is, this is one that's going to hurt Brian a lot uh, to be fair i think it hurts adrian more than me it it was gonna hurt yeah it probably hurt yeah it hurts adrian because this one it's like he got the rug pulled out from under him oh yeah at least we like, were I hearing, didn't get teased. we were hearing that this deal was inches away from happening in san diego Not and then the dodgers that. ken rosenthal like yeah. that dude doesn't miss when he tweets stuff and then the dodgers went psych <laughs> max scherzer trey turner from the Nationals to the Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers give up uh, catcher Cabert Reyes, pitcher Josiah Gray, pitchers, a bunch of just a slew of prospects. Um, the Dodgers traded their number one and number two prospects. Yeah, they traded a, some insane. serious prospect power. And but do uh, the Dodgers get Mad Max and Trey Turner. Yeah. And Trey Turner is going to play all over the place for them. He'll oh, probably yeah. play some center. He'll probably Absolutely. play some second. He'll play Obviously, wherever he's they a need great him. shortstop. Um, 
I think this will be an interesting trade. I almost feel like the Nationals could have gotten more if they traded the two separately. Uh, yeah, I think they could have. And, and, uh, and I don't know why And I want to talk about how they could have possibly gotten it a, a touch later, but yeah. But it, it's really weird. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they're doing it. I One thing I'm hopeful, or I guess hopeful, hopeful is not the right word, but one thing I'm thinking is with the acquisition of Trey Turner, does that mean the writing's on the wall for Corey Seager? Man, no, it might he's be. He's a free agent after the year. Yeah, I, I think that I think that what the Dodgers are bank I think the Dodgers are dealing with the problem of two of their top five pitchers are gone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you you lose Bauer because well, he did Bauer things. Um, and you lose Dustin May, right? Yeah. To to Tommy John surgery. I think the Dodgers are saying, look, we're still three games out of number one in the NL West, and we're still pretty much guaranteeing a wild card spot. So the Dodgers oh, are sure. in a position where they oh. are they are surefire playoff team. You get the best things that you can get. <laughs> I think the Dodgers have a 10 game lead from missing the wild card. So oh, absolutely. Safe yeah. there. They're miles um, away from losing wild card. Yeah. I, I just think after the year when Corey Seager's contract's up, they have Trey Turner for next year. Right. And I think there's a chance they let Corey Seager walk and bring Trey Turner. Totally. Stop. Totally. So. I just think that the Dodgers are at a mode right now where, yeah, the reason that they do it are like, we're winning now so that we can let him walk. Yeah, I guess. And it doesn't hurt us that bad. Um, But you were talking about uh, trading them separately and return uh, that could have happened. Um, I wanted, uh, we'll we'll come back to this White Sox one, but the Blue Jays acquire uh, right-hander Jose Barrios from the Twins for a similar slew of prospects that the Dodgers gave up. The Jays were one of the sort of uh, in the market for a high-powered starter, and they were one of the names who were early on getting tossed around for getting Scherzer. They mm. were prepped to give away a very, very similar haul. Um, that yeah, the Dodgers but did. it comes down to the thing of like Scherzer had the veto Scherzer, rights, and Scherzer wanted to be in it, the West Coast. West Coast, yeah, and that's true. But but it's one of those ones where like a lot of people were like, man, the Jays, very suspiciously or maybe coincidentally, right after Scherzer gets traded, they gave up a very similar haul for a different pitcher, obviously way not Max Scherzer, um, but a similar uh, concept of a solid starter. Um, And so I I think- I love this trade for the Blue Jays. Oh, I love it for the Jays. It was one of those ones that like when it first hit my ear, I was like, oh no. Yeah, especially no, especially because they got rid of austin martin which makes me really sad you know the um, austin martin thing i like understand where you're coming from so like one thing i heard from one of the i was like listening to a bunch of stuff trade deadline while i'm sitting yeah. at my desk at work yeah and so that the yeah. blue jays apparently were kind of down on both of these prospects Asp- okay yeah so simeon woods richardson to... they were definitely down on mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a he's a pitcher who he's just been okay yeah um the Austin Martin thing, I, I think I think that what the Jays are, are hoping for is obviously Boba Shett is still really good, and mm-hmm. Simeon, if he still gets a couple years of production, is still There's well just a log jam where he would be coming. Exactly, yeah. And so it, so it feels sense. bad because I really did like Austin Martin, um, yeah. but I do get it. Also, so, man, I wish that... Dealt. Today. yeah oh he did yeah he threw six scoreless in his debut he yeah was had like fantastic. What, seven eight nine strikeouts somewhere around there yeah he had a, he had a really really great start dude 
that could be a huge move for the Blue Jays. And more importantly, he's around next year. Yes. I think next year is really the Blue Jays season to be a problem. Not to say they're out of it this year, but next year is really. Next year is where they really have that shot. Yeah. 100%. But yeah, I I was, but yeah, when you were talking about how the, the, the nationals could have potentially gotten more if they had dealt Scherzer and Turner uh, separately. Um, That's the kind of thing teams were ready to give away slews of prospects. Yeah, it would be interesting what the Padres originally offered. Like, mm-hmm. what was the Padres trying to trade? Yeah, for sure. Uh, going back to the one we skipped, the White Sox acquire right-hand pitcher Craig Campbell from the Cubs in a cross-city trade to yeah. – yeah, you don't see a lot of those – for Nick Madrigal. This was like – that's kind of wild. Nick Madrigal, I mean, he was a huge prospect. Doesn't have yeah. a lot of power, but super high average. Takes a lot of walks. Doesn't strike yes. out he's going to be a key piece to rebuilding the Cubs, which they definitely yeah. need to do after this trade deadline. Yeah, man. And, and, and we were talking about the Cubs blowing it up and boy, did they blow it up? Oh yes. They Speaking got rid of, of everybody. Javi Baez to the Mets and Trevor Williams for pretty much their first round pick from the last year, Pete Crow yeah. Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, I, this trade was, I mean, it's great for the Mets, dude. I can't yeah, wait I to love watch it. Baez and Lindor. I love it. Yeah. The, the Baez Lindor, uh, that duo is, is awesome. Um, and I, and I've said it before, if there's any team from New York that I ever want to see win anything, it's the Mets. (laughs) They are the only one. Yeah, no, this is a great trade. Uh, I, I think, honestly, I think the Mets might end up being the big winner from this trade. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think they totally are. So yeah, it's, it's one, a great, great pickup for the Mets. Oh, Chris Bryant hit a home run. Yeah, he did. I didn't even notice that. I just saw yeah, it. He, he hit one today. Oh, you know what team Chris Bryant plays for now? Oh, yeah, the Giants. He plays for the San Francisco Giants. Oh, man. I'm so happy. If you can't tell from all my voice cracks, it's great. Dude, the I'm Giants were it. dormant. For like the uh, for like a long time, and everyone was oh. like, "What's happening in the AL or the AL in the NL West?" It was like Dodgers were in the trade news, Padres were all over the trade news, and everyone was like, "What are the Giants doing, dude?" This they were getting Chris Bryant. This Bryant trade came out last second too. Yeah, like last dude, I'm sitting there thinking like the whole time because like I'm at my desk, I'm like I was watching like the John Boy. They were live streaming like breaking down the trade deadline as yeah. I'm doing my job. And like I'm sitting here, like I'm starting to sweat because I'm like, are the Giants actually gonna do nothing? Like, Dude, yeah, it looked it. like it looked like it, it definitely felt like the Giants were like, we're in first place and we're so damn confident, we're not gonna do anything. Dude, just because everybody's like getting everybody they were rumored with is just going, going, going. And Which also, <laughs> by the way, if they had actually done nothing, that would have been the oh. most Chad ballsy move ever. Well, to like, be fair, the Giants yeah. are technically in a rebuild as weird as that is. right i know they're in a rebuild in first place in the in the, one of the hardest first divisions. place they have the best record for the majority of the year mm-hmm. <laughs> rebuilding i love it that's great but, but it, i think they're rebuilding the right way they're rebuilding their farm system instead of rebuilding yes, their major league team their major league team mm-hmm. and which is dude, something not enough teams do something else to know i mean this giants team has been without evan longoria and brandon belt for a long time two huge hitters so, like, they'll also be getting them back soon. Uh, I want to talk about who the Giants gave up because, actually, yeah. we watched the outfielder play when we went to the Modesto Nuts game. That a couple we did. Ago. Alexander Canario. 
Mm-hmm. And he was crushing some line drives when we went. He was the guy yeah. who hit. There was two guys hitting the ball hard. He was one of them. He was one of them. He and was hitting real, real strong. Yeah, he's the number ninth prospect for the Giants. He's really, or was, he's really good. The problem with, if you asked me who they're going to trade coming up, I would have said him because he's on the 40-man roster. Yes. So due to their situation, they had to put him on the 40-man to not lose him. And having someone on the 40 man who's in single A still is not ideal. So, right. even though he has a ton of potential, he was just the ideal trade candidate. Yeah, he's a big high upside, but he's your, he's a, and not just single A, he's, he's low A, right? He's like low he's, A, yeah. He is the bottom of the farm system. Yes, he's your number nine prospect. Yes, he's got a ton of upside, but you've got a 40 man roster guy who is three leagues deep under your majors. Yeah, and he's young, but he has a ton of potential. And there's a high chance where, four years down the line talking about how Canario's tearing it up for the Cubs. And yeah, you know what? I hope he does. Totally possible. I, and I, yeah, I hope he does. Caleb Killian. It says he's the number 30th prospect, but they actually had done an update that was supposed to come out after that was going to have him moved all the way up to number 15 in the giant system. He was one of the fastest moving pitchers and they really liked him, but that's what it took to get Bryant. No regrets. No. Yeah. It's, it's a Dude. makes total sense. You know something crazy? The Cubs traded three superstar players in Rizzo, Baez, and Bryant, and they have all homered in their first game with their new team. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, crazy. That's super crazy. Dude, this trade deadline was electric. It was wild. I'm I'm kind of interested. Uh, Big overall, big picture. Who are your winners and losers? Yeah, I was thinking. I See, it's hard for me not to say the Cubs are a winner and a loser. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> That's no, I agree. Well, I, I think that I think that you could separate it into the Cubs. The team is a winner. Cubs fans lost. Because yeah. do you know what? The, <laughs> the team did what they had to do. All yeah. these players were hitting free agency. They were going to lose a lot of them anyways. They mishandled the situation. Like Chris Bryant from day one, they manipulated his control to have him for an extra season. Yeah. Like <laughs> they didn't start that relationship off strong. But yeah, it was not great. Dude, I see the Cubs. What they didn't do is I don't think they got a superstar who's gonna be the next Bryant Rizzo bias type guy. Yeah. Even though they, they probably have guys who have potential, but they got a lot of guys, and they you don't win guys. World Series with having a ton of guys around your stars. Yeah. Like you need quality players up and down your roster to do something, and they yeah. got a ton of quality major league potential talent. So Absolutely. now they just do you know what the Cubs hit on a couple of draft picks? We could be talking about it in four, three years, three, four years. That dude, the Cubs, this deadline is what said it. Dude. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously any other... the fans lost. Yeah, the <laughs> fans totally lost. Uh, I think my other big winner, as much as I hate it, is the Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees, no, man, that's two massive, massive players. Yeah. For a team, for a team that I've already been saying all year is really good just underperforming yeah and they just got better if the yankees get hot they could be a scary team they are terrifying yeah no because that team can hit you and hit you fast like oh yeah you can go they'll go five innings without like getting a hit they'll like set the strikeout record for five innings and the next (laughs) thing you know they'll hit like eight home runs in a row and you'll be like what just happened yeah we're yeah we just got lit up (laughs) um it's wild. Yeah. Uh, another a loser. I'm gonna throw out the San Diego Padres. 
Yeah, I they're not my biggest loser of they're not a huge line, loser, but I but think they, they are lost a loser because they're in a heated playoff race with the Giants and the Dodgers, right? All trying yeah. to win the division, not be in the wild card. I, I think it's they less were rumored. Yeah, I, I think it's less that they're a loser from like, oh, we made bad deals, as yeah. more of just like everyone around us did good. Yeah, so like the Giants and Dodgers both got better. And the Padres got better. They got Daniel Hudson. They got Adam Frazier. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if either of those moves are ones that really move the needle for them as a team. No, they definitely net negative. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't in, know. In that. the race of the top three. Okay. Yeah. They net the, negative. They grew. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. But so, I mean, it, especially because they were rumored to be with all these big names, it has to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it, did, it certainly doesn't feel good. Oh, let's see. What other teams did good? Oh, the, I feel. Oh, I know oh, the yeah. biggest loser. Uh, it, it it's probably the same as my biggest loser. Who who's yours? It's the Rockies. Yeah. What is what Colorado the hell are the doing? Rockies doing, dude? Why? Trevor it, Story wants nothing to do with you, and yes. you don't trade him. And there are like, yeah. What 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 are you doing? Oh, oh yeah. We also have this pitcher, John Gray. You know how he's really good. We're not he's like really solid. Also, you know how like no one wants to play for our team, but like we could like, but like they want to play elsewhere, and we could get really big return and like maybe not suck a couple so, years down the road. Let's the just only, not do anything. The only thing to say about John Gray is he apparently has said he wants to stay and wants to sign a contract. No, yeah, yeah, Rocky, they yeah, John Gray. That. But but I, I'm more talking. The Trevor Story thing's the ridiculous one. Yeah, and then even Trevor they Story have wants Daniel nothing Bard, to do with pitcher. your team. Daniel Bard, the relief pitcher, he's having a great season, yeah. free agent after the year. Why aren't you trading these Trade. guys? You're, you're a, yeah. Dude, what are you doing? I think they got scared after how mu- bad they messed up the Arenado situation. Maybe. And, and they just and, got gun shy. They, they were did, so scared. Man. The mistake. They just did nothing. They did nothing. And, oh. Baffling. Brutal. It, if I'm a Colorado fan, I'm living. Oh. Right? I'm not a Colorado fan anymore. If I'm a Colorado fan, like I'm done. Like, <laughs> yeah, I dude, they do the art. They just practically give Arenado away. Yeah, and then I mean, I guess you got Gomber, but yeah. Other than, hey, Dave, Dad, that, don't you? Dare, you I'm better sorry. put some respect on the big Gom. My bad, my bad, my bad. But <laughs> as much as I love Gom, he's value wise, that's nowhere near Arenado. No, he's not Arenado. And you paid part of Arenado's contract, man, dude. I, I don't want to talk about the Rockies anymore. And then the one, yeah. And then the one time that you ha- you had so much opportunity to get big return on a guy who doesn't even want to be on your team, mm-hmm. and you just sat with your hand. You just sat on your hands. You did nothing. Yeah. No, for sure. Baffling. Another loser is probably the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you just get two old pitchers? Yeah, the Cardinals were weird. That was a weird one where, like, I think they could have done nothing and it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, nobody would have been mad at the Cardinals for doing nothing because they were just, dude, with the NLS doing what they're doing, I, the Brewers have locked up the Central. Like, right. I, what are you doing? <laughs> I think that, yeah, if you're the Cardinals, you're like, okay, you look at you look at your division, right? Not even anything else. Cincinnati is, an, is a very streaky team. You're, 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 you know, you're kind of at the will of what happens there. The Cubs are very clearly just selling. They're full fire sale. You don't have to worry about them now. Pittsburgh sucks. And the <laughs> Brewers, and the Brewers, you aren't going to touch. You could do nothing and be a happy second place team. Very potentially. Or be a happy third place team, you know, and be comfortable yeah. with that. But know. yeah, they, they kind of just, they went weird. Yeah. 
and the Braves are another one. Like Braves are yeah. a weird one. It was weird. They got aggressive. Like they want to win the division, which I mean, props to them. Like you want your team to go for it. Yeah. But like, dude, they're four, they're only four games back of the Mets. The Phillies are three and a half games back. I but I like, do also want to talk about the Mets. I do think the Mets are an, are are a are a low key winner in this as well, though. Oh, for sure. And you got Baez and Lindor. You got yeah. what? And once your pitching staff is is back up to full strength, you'll have Degrom and Syndergaard, who a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. Isn't Syndergaard? Syndergaard out for the year? Or yeah, he's out for the year. But okay. but like I'm saying, like when you have that pitching staff as a full pitching staff, where yeah. you know you're your top three are what their top three is like that's hey i'm yeah i mean I'm happy I, if i'm a mets fan if, i i really hope Baez resigns with the mets I oh i so see. hope they do could you and imagine I mean, he's Baez and Lindor how he wants for, to play yeah buys and lindor for any extended length of time be yeah, awesome no. yeah and they've talked about multiple times how they want to play together they're like great friends yeah Dude, like, i hope the nl east gets spicy though i'd be down do for too. the braves or phillies to make a run totally even though I must say, I want the Miami acquisition of Baez. I think the Mets take that division. I want Miami to do it. Uh, Miami, make a run. <laughs> they're 11 and a half out. Nah. Okay. 11 and but a half out is, is yeah, Miami, it's a long way. I think Miami is in the same situation the Blue Jays were in last year to a lesser degree. <laughs> but like uh, on a pitching, in a pitching mindset, while the Blue Jays is offensive, I think we sure. can see the yes. Marlins pitching staff really dominate next year. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Miami has Miami has such a good young rotation. Yeah, I guess I didn't explain myself well there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they have I'm a complaining. great young rotation. That if that yeah. young rotation catches, they are like, yeah very strong. Last year we saw the young Blue Jays team like start growing, and then they came out and dominate this year. Yeah, I want to see the Marlins pitching staff come out and dominate, and they put some yeah, love pieces it. on the like field. Yeah, that could be a scary team next year. Definitely. That's a damn. That's a baseball team that can win you some games. It's a baseball team. That's a baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got Is anything it, else you want to talk about this week? Not really. It's just a Man, spicy, dude. fun trade deadline. Yeah, no, the trade deadline was lit. Best Although one of I, my life. Yeah, the only other things that I like would um, would point out are like not like serious things. You know, things like Scherzer looks kind of gross in Dodger blue. She I haven't looks seen wrong. it. Yet. It just looks but Chris wrong. Bryant. Oh, he looks. Bryant looks great. good. Hey, he Bryant looks. looks Bryant so looks. Good. Chris Bryant looks good. But, but it, really, it's hard to look bad in those cream jerseys. Oh, dude, yeah, those those cream unis. Does anyone really look bad? And also, Chris Bryant wearing number twenty three looks so good. Yeah, that looks off. I don't like that. You don't like him in twenty three? No. It looks good. I, I no. think it'll. Like 17 is mean, my number though. So, well, yeah, I and like anybody. Jake in McGee wears 17. And I don't think if you go to Chris Bryant's Twitter, it's always been Chris Bryant 23. So hmm. I think he I just, actually didn't know that. I think he likes like 23 was his number, but when he got to the Cubs, it wasn't an option. Hmm. So I wonder who was, with, who was 23 on the Cubs. Yeah, I don't know, but he walked 17 and once a superstar like that comes up you can't just change numbers like too many people yeah. have bought his jersey and stuff so i, I mean yeah, oh yeah he wants but maybe i just yeah, sorry just <laughs> it just makes me think of <laughs> gallo kids wearing 13 <laughs> <laughs> I, I love mean, it oh it's yeah. so good Honestly, oh man i don't know if this is a spicy take but i think retiring jersey numbers is kind of dumb um 
I think honor, it's gotta honor the be players, honor the players. Put their last name up in the jersey and, and like the stadium instead of the jersey number. But I think it has to be pretty extraordinary circumstances to do it. But I I actually like it. I do like retiring jersey numbers. It just like dude, the Yankees will never have someone to wear a single digit number again, and that's like. Yeah, know. I'm not a fan of that. It, I, again, I think it has to be it has to be extraordinary. Right. And, but the problem is like all those players, like what player doesn't deserve it? Like, that's right. The thing. Sure. Like a lot of the, the teams, Yankees like, are just, the they're, they're just a very storied franchise. Right. Yeah. The, the Yankees have just, they've had a lot of those kinds of players. Um, I don't know, man. I just, and I, I love, I love that A-Rod's not one of them. Um, sorry. It's, I just, Oh God, I love that so much. Um, yeah. But, I just, I don't know if I'll ever be a fan of just too many numbers get retired and like I think forty-two Jackie Robinson. That yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, and that should be like that. Like if right. you want to make Roberto Clemente's number like that too, I'm on board. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and there's but like that. Yeah, and that's a sort of different one, right? Because that's yeah. league wide, right? That's yeah, like no, that's sure. like in I think in hockey you can't wear ninety-nine. Yeah. Because it's it's Gretzky. It's, it's, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm perfectly a great number. Yeah, it is a great number. But I'm I'm perfectly fine with with jersey numbers being retired. I think it's I think it's fine. I don't know. I'm I just, not really I like my it. players being able to wear the numbers they want and like it sucks when a great number doesn't get worn again. Like it's a great number. Sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm, I'm I on under I understand both sides. It just I like seeing the great numbers being worn. Sure. Yeah. And and I yeah, I I do get that. Yeah. But well, I think this was a great episode. Almost so, yeah as fire as the trade deadline was but it's hard to beat this trade deadline yeah this it was a good trade deadline yeah i can't wait to hear noah's take next week um yeah yeah. go yankees was uh... (laughs) look i will i will root for joey gallo until he's not in the league anymore but that's just joey gallo not the yankees what about Anthony Rizzo? Oh, I love Rizzo too. Absolutely. What about Giancarlo Stanton? I do like Stanton. Look, I like a lot of the players, but like, look. It's the organization. Look, if I can have, look, okay, here's the thing. If, because oh, what the Yankees have been doing this year, I do love. Um, if I could every single Yankees game till the end of time have like Gallo hit a home run, Rizzo hits a, just a, a tank home run, Stanton hits a tank home run, Yankees are winning. And then Chapman just blows the save. And if that just happens every time, I'm oh, I'm in heaven. Dude, yeah, no. I fully understand you because that's like me with the Dodgers. Like, I love Trey Turner. Absolutely yeah. love him. Love Mookie Betts. Chris Taylor, so much respect for that guy. Yeah. You want him to I do just, well, but you still, if the team loses, you're happy. Oh, yeah, no. that. Oh. I hate seeing players I love play on teams I hate. Yes. Go Giants. Go Chris Bryant. Go Yankees. Uh, And with that, we'll see you next week. (sighs) Yep. Goodbye.